Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to another episode of Podcast P presented to you by Prize Picks, a wave sports and entertainment original. We are here in Vegas during the NBA Summer League once again at my very own barber shop. Make sure y'all come check that out. Today we have another special guest. He is the next up-and-coming two-way star. Pretty sure he'll be an all-star next season. The kid is phenomenal and probably, I'm going to go out and say you probably got the best three-point celebration at this point. Ooh, I like that. I like uh, that. I like that. My boy, Mikael Bridges. I like that. Oh, thanks, 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 thanks. What up, my guy? Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. I gotta do it one time. <sighs> do it, do it one time, folks. Yeah. <laughs> now, no, since like we this. in the like barber, sh- like how you do it? Like this. It's three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old man. I'm yeah. doing all this. I have to learn all that shit. So how you do it? Just give me one more time. Nobody. It's head turn. Yeah, you ain't doing. You don't gotta do this. So what you do? Just point. Just head the turn. Head. Yeah, head turn. Nobody Yeah, there you go. There you yeah. Go. <laughs> that boy still you stiff Quit as hell. Quit playing with me. Stiff as hell. Anyways, we got to ask this question because we in a barbershop. This ain't even my real first question for you, but it's just a question. What's the most expensive haircut you ever paid for? Man. Before you got the paper, put it like that. Before you got all the paper. Before I got the bread? Mm-hmm. Man, I thought like 100 was crazy. Like in college, yeah, 100 was nuts. Like if it's not 20, yeah, it's like what 100 else? 100 in college is crazy. It's crazy, that's 100%. Yeah, 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 that's crazy. It's like, yeah, somebody do 100, it's like very, very. I think it was kind of going to pre-draft and like right before the um right before the draft yeah. like I paid for like a hundred I'm like you know I don't got that I don't got that I don't got that I didn't get drafted yet like like damn but I'll say a hundred when I was so, before I got the bread what you paying now pretty much like hundred if I go if I go to shop <laughs> I go to shop around like seventy or two hundred but if you come to house calls like a couple hundred this one pay two hundred two hundred he always hey, don't start these he be trying to jack my price up two hundred dollars it's a lot of money but you still go to a barber like you go you'll go inside a barbershop it, yeah it depends like especially if I just because sometimes if they have the whole layout and stuff usually it makes it easier yeah it makes it easier you know they do all the top tiles and all that stuff let them you know they they feel comfortable in there so so the most you're gonna spend is a hundred two hundred two hundred two hundred two hundred rich people shit Look, the NBA season is done, but that doesn't mean that prize picks is. Jackie, what's the next sport that's making you some money? Baseball, baby! I'm up big thanks to my guys Julio Rodriguez and Pete Alonso, who are helping me cash in this season. But wait, Dallas, the people don't even know what we're talking about. Let them know what Prize Picks is, man. So Prize Picks is a daily fantasy app. You pick two to six players like the video on your screen. Then you pick if they will have more or less than their prize picks projection. You aren't competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. I know how much I just won. 
<laughs> big, big belly too. But let the people know what they can win at Prize Pick Dallas. So you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. And on top of that, all first time users that deposit and use our promo code PODCASTP will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. So that means if you deposit $20, Prize Pick's going to give you $20. If you deposit $100, prize picks will give you $100. And what do we say at this time, dollars? Cha-ching! Anyways, man, we got to be nosy because we a nosy show. We like to be in your business and stuff, and we do a lot of research. So I got to, you know, I got to know this. I ask all the players this. I ask them the inspiration, but it's a lot of sports in the world. Yeah. It's a lot. You chose to pick basketball. But I hear you was a little teacher, too, or you wanted to be a little teacher when you grew up. It's a lot of stuff I know, and I'm nosy. Yeah. But you picked this sport. Yeah. So I want to know, since you didn't pick being a teacher and all this or another sport, who gave you the inspiration for this, man? Let me look at your face when I ask you when you ask me this. Here. Thank you. Thank you. Inspiration? Man. I don't know. I think I just, at a young age, I just loved basketball. My dad always told me a story. Um, he was at an IUP game, college game, and I was small, like real little, like infant. And the game was going on. He was talking to his mans, and I'm like sitting on his lap. And I'm just watching the game go back and forth, like just like up and down while they're just going up. He like tapped him, like, yo, like, look at him. Look, at him. I'm just like, watch. So I'm like, I guess from that point on, I knew I just loved the sport. And then, you know, you just grow up and you watch so many guys and you try all this different type of moves. Who did you watch? Man, a lot. Like, you want my favorites? Yeah. Like, Rondo's one of my favorites. Like, Brandon Roy is one of my favorites. T-Mac is my favorite ever. And, like, KD, of course, and KD Dame, they start coming as I get older as well. But I got a younger T-Mac. Like, I had the T-Mac shoes on, like the red and blues. Oof. T-Mac definitely was my favorite, so. That's you, P. That was my guy, too, guy T-Mac. too, T-Mac. was my guy, too. Did you I have the shoes, those? too? Yeah, for sure. I had the white black ones. Yeah, the white black yeah, ones. Okay, white with the black. Uh, yeah, little over the, over the like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I also heard that you was uh you was good at tennis as well. You played tennis growing up. Yeah, my, so me and my mom played a lot. You know, we were I was only child, and that was something we just went outside and we could play. And she was a dominating me as a kid. And I used to be so pissed off at her. I used to get in a car, look out the window, like not even speak to her, like hot. <laughs> and as I got older, I started getting a little more athletic. Arms started to grow. Yeah. I used to just whoop her, like, just like, you want to go play tennis? Like, you know, I never was the one like, let's go play tennis. Now I'm like, let's go play. Right. And just like, just whoop her ass every time, just (laughs) so athletic, just run over there. Let your mama win. No, because she didn't let me win. (laughs) She didn't let me win. My grandma used to be on her because she was like, let him win. And she was like, no, I'm not letting him win. So then when I got the chance, what you think I'm letting him win? Not even a point. I want to know about this teaching stuff, though. What, okay. Like, what? what's up with that? That's still like a thing. I think when I'm done playing, that's like a that's thing I want to do, like second grade teaching. Just like help kids, man. Like my second grade teacher, Ms. Porter, kind of, it's crazy. Like I don't remember too many of my other teachers, but like I always remember my second grade teacher and just being in that class and just, I don't know, just having fun. I don't know. I just, no, you not, bro. You you about to be a four $500 million second grade teacher. player. But don't you're you know, not about to be no teacher, don't bro. Don't you know? But at, under my friends say they too, but a lot of them, they fake believe me and they on your side too. But don't you know you see them videos when like the kids come in and the teacher do all the handshakes with each one and shit like that? Like, you want to do like, all that? Well, you know what I'm saying? So you want to go home and correct? Look at Charles. He got an F. I'm going to give him a C. Like, make, money, <laughs> make enough money. Be cool. Yeah. 
And that's so I could just work a job. Obviously, you're not going to get paid that we, much. We, 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 I, want, we I would love to have this conversation. And when we fast forward, yeah. when we fast forward and you have your own little one, <laughs> and then now you think about oh uh, 20 more of these, uh, we'll, we'll have the same conversation. <laughs> think about my I think none of my teachers had kids. <laughs> I don't think she had one. It's going to be end, end up being a principal. We might thought you was teaching. <laughs> Shit, I'm the principal, These man. I can't do that. <laughs> Send them to me when y'all tired. <laughs> so, Mikel, you obviously had a good team over at Villanova, but before that, during your AAU days, P talks about it, how when he came down and played for our travel team, he kind of had to reevaluate where he was at mm-hmm. just with the caliber of players that he was playing against. In your AAU days, did you play with any guys that ended up making it to the league where you came down and you're like, oh man, I got to work on my game a little bit? Yeah, so don't you like the EYBL, all that? I joined it late. I joined it going like the last, like 17U. And probably everybody else I played growing up probably wasn't the greatest players. And even my high school team, like being in the suburbs, like you're not playing like the best of the best. But then when I went there and went to EYBL, that's when like Booker and Jaleel Okafer and Cliff Alexander, like all these dudes, bro, just like, who else? Like Stanley Johnson, uh, Kelly Oubre, all them dudes. Like they was, like I was like another level. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was averaging 20 in my high school and just doing all the little things. But these guys, it's all off the dribble, off the dribble, off the dribble, off the dribble. Right, they were soft. Like, yeah, and mm-hmm. I was just off. I was passing cut. Like I never dribbled the ball. I <laughs> cut, get layups, catch a shoot. Yeah. Like, like easy stuff. So. I think when I went to EYBL, like the first summer session or first spring session and saw like these dudes, I'm like, oh, like these, these dudes are nice. I didn't, I didn't even hear of them until I got there. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just didn't pay attention to that stuff. So Yeah. So he was a late bloomer to the scene too. Mm-hmm. I was a late bloomer as well. Like I didn't play probably the same time. My 17 going into my senior years when I joined the AAU circuit and it was the same for me. Like I dominated my area. Yeah. But then when I got there, it was like, I'm the, I'm the, 12th best player on this team. Like, yeah, for sure. So it, it was it was just a wake-up call, but it was an experience that I took back to, you know, my community, and it was like, all right, now I have to, like, I got to go even harder now, like, it, yeah. you know? And so my senior year, I had a hell of a senior year, big run, you know, yeah. But I think I even that, though, I elevated, like, the players that I played against in my community because they yeah. was like, oh, okay, he's on this level. Like, all right, we got to catch gotta him go now. For yeah. sure. So it, it, it's beauty in that. We know you had a crazy story being from from – Pennsylvania, you get drafted by the Sixers, and then traded. Your mom worked for the Sixers at that point, right? Yep. Talk to us about that that draft experience. Crazy, and it's uh, it's wild because stuff we dream for. You know what I'm saying? I think I never was like I want to go top ten. Like no, I just like I want to go to the NBA. And having that dream happen, and actually being very pissed off. You know what I'm saying? Like not even appreciating the moment. And um. That's something that something took me days to kind of get over it and like realize like I got like a wake up call like come on Kel like you're top ten like I don't care if you didn't talk to anybody in Phoenix like when you got here like you should be, you're you're ultimately blessed like you should be grateful and uh but that night what I had to, the if you see if it's so funny because I know how I smile and I know like my facial yeah. expressions <laughs> if you see the picture that I got with the Phoenix hat on like fakest smile in the world like just like. <laughs> like whatever like I was hot oh hot I didn't go out yeah when we got back to the hotel you want to celebrate none no, of that I was, I was pissed off I was and I had to excuse I'm like oh I got an early flight tomorrow I gotta go all the way to Phoenix cause from New York I'm like man I was pissed off man so at, at this point were you genuinely like a Sixers fan like growing up that was your team oh yeah okay yeah like it's funny cause like Iggy 
It's so fun. Like I was biggest fan of him. I remember I tell him to this day when uh when Chris Webber came to Sixers, Iggy were four. And I always wore four growing up. So I was like, yeah, like, oh, like he's one of my favorite players because he wore four. Then Chris Webber came on. And I know at the time, the NBA, like, oh, hey, like, gave him some bread. Like, give me four. And he went to nine. I hated Chris Webber ever since. I was like, this old dude going to come here and take Iggy's number. Like, this is some BS. Then he went to nine. I'm like, all right. Like, okay, yeah. I guess I can rock with this. I like Rondo too. So I'm just starting to like mix things. But nah, I grew up dire Sixers fan. Okay. Okay. Same, similar situation, man. Drafted. 10th yeah. as well. Clippers had the 8th pick. Had a hell of a workout for the Clippers. They ended up picking Al Farouk, Farouk Aminu at the time. Mm. So it was smoke <laughs> from that point on every time I played the Clippers. Right? Yeah. It, it, same situation. It's still smoke when you play Philly? Uh, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's always there. It's always you know there. What I'm saying? Yeah. Cause especially it's bittersweet because that, yeah, that was yeah, it's just hometown like, team growing up. Yeah. And it's especially first couple years I feel like I always played pretty good like my first couple of years against them and I just it's always that edge. It was like always that edge. But yeah, especially being in the East too. Yeah, like yeah, right, right. Obviously we got sweat, but being in Philly and playing there, like I was just so amped. Like I just know I just know a lot of people in the crowd just like they know that night. Like a lot of them know. I'm just like, yeah, I'm like make y'all feel this. Like fuck that. Like fuck y'all. Like everybody. <laughs> that's right. I forgot y'all played them. Uh, yeah. That's good to get that backstory from that. So I want to talk about your first summer league experience. And so you were, you know, at Villanova for four years. You won a national championship. A lot of guys play college basketball, but you played at the highest level. Yeah. And so I want to talk a little bit about the transition to your first summer league game. Which was more difficult? Like, did you feel comfortable being on that court due to the fact that you were playing at the highest level in college basketball? Or when you got to the summer league, were you kind of like, okay, everyone's a better athlete, everyone's yeah. more skilled? What what did you see there? It's definitely the speed. Like, the speed was crazy. And also, like, as you know now, like, the speed is just maybe, like, a little too crazy. Like, the summer league is not how it is. Like, in a really right. they're everybody's out of control. Right. And I think I had a couple players on the team that play in the league that were like second year guys they're just like telling me throughout like throughout the games like bro this is not the NBA like these dudes are reckless and I remember a couple of dudes like just like ran into my knee a couple of times I'm like hey bro like this motherfucker's trying to get me hurt out here I'm like yo I'm like <laughs> then I start realizing I'm like nah this ain't the league to myself now I'm like I didn't play one NBA game I'm like this ain't the league bro these dudes out of control and shit but um yeah the speed was was definitely just reacting and you know what I'm saying? Everybody's nice. Everybody shoot. Everybody going downhill. And definitely, definitely, definitely felt that first game. But since we're talking about trades, I want to talk about the, 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 the nets, the trade that got you there. We got to talk about it. You need the glasses on? You, you, got, oh, what, man. you need the glasses? Let's talk about it, man. I got a because lot of talk yeah, about. from the looks of it, you, you, to, to credit, to give you all the credit, you took it like a man. You had your chest off. I seen you. But I need you to tell the people out there, the fans, what it, what's the logistics of going through a trade like that? Tough. Really tough. Um, kind of in the summer, KD said he wanted to go there. You know, he said like he wanted to go to Phoenix. So it was kind of in the back of my head because, you know, we're not dumb. Like if you want to come here, you know, I was, I was going and Cam, Cam Johnson knew we was <laughs> – like I knew like – so I'm like, well, it ain't book leaving. <laughs> I don't think it's DA. I don't think it's CB. I got the money. I just got paid. So they're going to cut my 20, sit over there, guys, try to match his 40. Cam Johnson knew, like, listen, I don't even got my contract, so I'm just – I'm free. So they're just going to just throw me in there. 
<laughs> so I kind of I kind of had on my mind this summer. Like I made jokes. Though. Like I'm, I'm I joke around a lot. You know, you, you get to know me a little more. I, I play around a little bit. So like I always made jokes. Me and Cam, I'm like, damn, Katie, about to come here, bro. Pack your bags. We out of here. <laughs> but then it died down, and then season came on. Just was not even there no more. And we went to Brooklyn. Some Kyrie thing came over. I think Kyrie was some came out like we was about to play Brooklyn the day before day before and we had we was going to practice and something about Kyrie coming to Phoenix then it brought back the memories of the summer and I'm like oh shit like here oh, we go shit. and then when the Katie thing happened I was just like damn like I like I didn't think I didn't I didn't think that was really going to happen right even when I got to Brooklyn that day before when we was about to play him I was fucking around like in the gym like this is my home this is my home and I get fucking <laughs> traded two days later so it's like some karma on my ass for that one but uh yeah literally, literally fucking around dapping the guys up uh, that work there like I'm gonna see you bro I'm gonna be back here so you leave it in two days <laughs> when you even know it you think they did y'all a favor like ah we already here. We just we just make it happen while they're there already. Yeah, I, I wish they did it. Without, we went to Atlanta, and then we had to fly back. I wish they just did it after the game. So just let me just stay. Fuck. <laughs> but now nah, it was wild though. It was I, that night when it happened. I was just chilling, and then D Lee, my boy D Lee, FaceTime me. He thought he saw a ghost. My boy was so upset. I hated that trade for y'all though. For the for the I team, I loved it in the sense of you being able to to take on a new role yeah. but I hated it for in that team aspect because you and, and, and Cam were the heart and soul of that of that team yeah. like y'all are the defense y'all are the energy y'all was the shop making the floor space and and did all the dirty work like the little things you made you complimented book and CP so well I definitely didn't like that you no. know situation but it worked out for sure I called it I was like man he, he's gonna be a star like he's got that chance and he's got that opportunity to be a star now appreciate that I want to talk about the transition uh, to the new team and me and P kind of talked about it on an, uh, a previous episode and P was kind of talking about how there's a lot of role players in the NBA that if they got an opportunity to kind of be the man and just have that opportunity on a team that they would be a star. Would you agree with that statement? Because he thinks there's plenty of guys. For sure. 100%. Like 100%. Like I still got that role player in my head like I my whole life, but it's just that Every day knowing that you're off ball and you want to keep getting better, you know, like, okay, like, I could be that guy, you know what I'm saying? But you know you got to take that role. And we keep working on our games, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of guys work on their games. And just because you 3 and D and you don't come off every pick and roll, it's not like I'm not going to work on it because what if I do get in that situation? And, you know, for teams to win, especially in Phoenix at the time, and that's guys everywhere, like, those guys don't have to start making plays in the playoffs. When times start to get tough, like, they're going to get the ball out of the two best players' hands and make the other guys, you know, try to beat you. So everybody just keep getting better. But, yeah, hell yeah, I think there's a lot. I think one now, if he kind of – I think like OG. And I don't, I think OG not even really too much even of – I think he's already kind of surpassed that role player type-ish. But if you give him like a mob, 100%. I think a lot of guys for sure. And just – I think for me, I just try to do it with wins. You know, like how many guys can do it with wins? Obviously, we didn't – like have that many wins but that's like coming in this year like trying to win with doing it you know everybody can try to go out there and score a lot of points but you know that shit really don't matter if you don't win so um that's like my big focus trying to do it and win a game because that makes you like a more valuable of a player has it been interesting like 
now you're getting all the team's best defenders like on the scouting report like you're the guy what has that been like you know what i mean before you know you're kind of again a role player maybe the third fourth best defender yeah what has it been like on offense now like has it been like a completely different game for you a little bit just out there trying to analyze what's going on it's fun it's, it's, it actually is fun Obviously, I miss having one of the weaker defenders on me. Because, <laughs> you know, they don't give a damn about you. They, they tired because they're just doing, oh, I get wide open catching shoots and back cuts. But, um, no, I think it's fun. I think what really helps me is that I was a guy, like, like defending you, like, in the playoffs. Like, I, I know what defenders kind of think. And I know, like, I think I'm one of the best defenders. And I know, like, you, for example, you can't have your hand out there. And, you know, your hand out there getting a foul and I just that was like a big thing guarding people when I see even like really good defenders like they try to get too aggressive and I'm just like watching like bro like he's just gonna like you like hard and all you guys like as soon as you put your hand and touch them it's over with so now I'm taking that advantage I know I'm like these guys they're gonna be aggressive I dare you like I dare you to get, get your hand like I'm, I'm I'm taking a hit every single time so it definitely is fun but I think me being able to defend a lot I kind of know what they're kind of thinking and it kind of helps me a little bit, but it's definitely, I definitely miss, I definitely miss the other side a little bit, but it's definitely challenging and, you know, make me get better. So you jump right into that role with ease though. What was the first game you went 40? No, no, 30, 20 something, 20 something. Bob, like the was second third game. game. What was You had a third, big explosion. Third game. Third, third game was a big explosion. Yeah, third game. But even then, like new fresh team, the, the 20 piece that you had, it you, it was it was easy. Then you follow it with what another 20, 30 piece. Uh, no, I think I struggled. See, I think I played well. No, I, I, you struggled sure? a little bit and then hoop and then just took off kind of yeah. after that. And yeah. then after that, it was smooth. So, yeah, pretty much. But you, you fit right in that role easily. Like I said, bro, I say it all the time. I got traded at the right time. Yeah. Like like you were saying about the trade and you think Phoenix should have done it. I think they shouldn't at, the, at that moment because everybody was out. And personally, just for me, like I was – I had to take on a lot of role. I had to be that guy. When yeah. Book, CP, DA, C. Payne, Cam Johnson, everybody was out. I had to take on that role. I was struggling in the beginning. And then towards the end, I started putting wins together. And I started being efficient. And then I was just like this whole new player. Like, I just felt good. I just felt so confident. And book first game back was against Brooklyn and Cam Johnson's second game back. And we kind of had almost like our full mob besides like C-Pain, I think. And everybody's telling me before the game, like, just because book back, don't stop what you're doing. And I'm like, I can't. I'm already here now. I'm locked. Like, I, like I want to score every time now. And I think I had 28 that game. And it was just like the offense on the team just felt so like, it was just like easy because now it's like, well, now you got to guard book, you got to guard C, now you got to guard me, and then Cam, like, you know, you can't, you cannot even be a foot helping because Cam going to spray your ass all the way over there. So it just was all coming together. And then when I got traded, I was excited. That's why I was so excited because I'm like, listen, like, I feel great. Like, I feel like the best in my game right now. I'm just going to keep elevating. Um, so yeah, it was definitely the perfect time to get traded. And it was just such a crazy situation because you traded to a team Brooklyn was a playoff, you know, contender at that point. Sure was. Um, and you get traded there. What was the conversation with the coach? Like, when you came in, was it like, hey, we need you to be the guy? Because Cam Thomas was exploding. Ooh, 40 balls. He gave us 50. He gave us 50. We was there for the 50-piece, one, one of his 50-piece. He gave us – he gave Phoenix 40. When yeah, I was Phoenix. and so when you, when you got there, that went away. Like, I was surprised by that. Yeah. Like, they, they didn't play him as much. I don't even think he started – right away when you came over there, right? 
Yeah, I don't know. I think they were just trying to move on a little just to – I mean, I don't know, because Cam, that's my guy. Cam tough as hell, too. I mean – He's tough. Man, and I just – even me, before I got there, I'm just looking at him like, all right, like some of the shots he shoot, I'm like, man, like whatever. But then I got there and I started like – I remember like the first day I got there and I was shooting with him. Like I love all – I love all like going left and shooting fades and like really fading. And like if you don't really know me and know like if I really work on it, you might think like – the hell he's shooting but then like he'll go in and you see me in practice and making him every single time that's how I felt with Cam because he's unorthodox sometimes you shoot that shit like all the way over here and turn his full body and then you go in and practice I'm we're working out with him and he's just like doing all this stuff and making every single one and I'm just like you know what all this shit I be thinking you shoot some bullshit shots before I got here you work on it so like I can't even get mad at you so you know, yeah they, yeah I definitely I had I definitely had a feeling especially with Katie and Kyrie gone and what I was doing before I got there, I was like, okay, like, I think it's probably my time to shine. I was ready for it, and you know, I just took it took it to the next level. Jackie, you're a big sports fan. How crazy do you get with your fandom? Do you ever paint your face before the game? P, I'm wild at the game, but I can't get into that paint face stuff, man. It just ain't me. Like, I'd rather just be crazy and laugh and throw stuff at the people and do all that because that's how I am at the game. You know me. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, Jackie gets a little too wild at some of those Clipper games, and when we're sitting on the court, it's it's a little too much, but I know he's always going to be wearing a jersey. Well, if I ain't got a jersey on, I'm going to be shirtless. <laughs> but anyway, I like my baseball jerseys, my basketball jersey, my hockey jersey. It don't even matter what jersey I got. And I'm going to tell you all this, because y'all know I love jerseys so much, I'm never going to stop getting them. I'm never. Well, if you like jerseys like my guys right here, have you heard about Klarna? It's the new smart way to pay when you shop online for tickets and merch from your favorite teams and more. And now when you make a purchase at any of your favorite stores, either online or in store, you can spread the cost into four smaller payments without interest or fees. Just look for the pink Klarna badge at checkout or download the Klarna app to shop and spread the cost today. Klarna. Shop smarter, ball harder. California resident loans made or arranged are pursuant to a California financing law license. You like Nipsey Hussle? I like Nipsey. Yeah. West Coast guy, but you know, I didn't really know too much about him until I came to Arizona. You ever heard the song Keys to the City? I got the keys to the city. You never yeah, heard like that? the regular joint. I'm just asking you. Such a West Coast I'm just saying. It's like, I want to know what's the feeling when your coaches and your management team give you the keys to the team. Because <laughs> you the big dogs now. His setups. I should have warned you. His setups. Keys to the city. I'm like, here he go. You got the key to the <laughs> team go, now. Man. I want to know how your how, how your mind shift right there, man. Like how your mind, like how you get your mind, your mental mind, your mental mind, man. Man, it's trying to win, bro. That's the that's the thing. You know them. You have thirty all you want, but you know that you lose, bro. That shit like an empty stat. Like people don't really talk about it. Like. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just like that's like my mindset coming from college and always winning and all like just being how I was raised and all that. Like that's how I feel. Like I don't like I want to come out and have 30 and lose. Like nobody gonna talk about it. have 40 and lose. Like no. Nah, like if you have 40 and you win, that shit is gonna be talked about for fucking two weeks. You know what I'm saying? If you have 40 and you lose, somebody like, oh damn, can I have 40? Oh nice, and then just go on to the next thing. So I think just trying to win and do whatever it takes, and then. Just kind of how the offense was, and just I feel like I could get to my spot every single time. It's like, well, I work on it. And I feel like I can make it every time. Like, why not shoot it? And just getting pretty efficient. With so you it. don't mind having the key to the team? Yeah, if you want to go like that, not at all. Like I, I like it. Just try, just keep trying to get better, man. This is 
this is something didn't think it would, I would jump this fast because you know I was, just, I was still in Phoenix at the time when I was thinking this because book and all that's still there. I was thinking like you know I could progressively get there in a couple years, you know, be that guy. Um, but no, nah, it happened pretty fast. But no, nah, I'm definitely ready, man. Just keep keep getting better and try to do all do everything besides just score. On that note, you obviously were uh, you know highly decorated college player, hell of a college player, a winner. You go to Phoenix, you establish yourself as one of the best role players. We on the subject of you being traded, being the go-to guy, did you surprise yourself like going through the the process like, oh shit, I I'm I'm I can I'm him. Man, oh, God. I'm, I'm him, man. Dude, that's funny you brought it up because I can never crack 30. That was like my thing in high school, college, I just was never can never get 30. I think I just didn't have that yeah. extra gear. Well, you're not I, a volume shooter. Exactly. Like, I just, I'll just be efficient. Like, you know, I don't get crazy shots, but the shots I get, I make them. And being efficient, I have like 26, 27s. But then, like, once I got to Brooklyn, and I think it was probably, I think the whole thing was winning. Like, I felt like at some point, like, all right, like, for us to really be out there and how many times I had a ball and all that stuff, I'm like, we kind of pretty much, I might have to have 30 to, to be in the game. And... It just became so natural. And I, I never came to games like, oh, like, let me see if I get 30. Like, it was to me, like, towards, towards, especially towards the end, I'm like, why should I not get 30? You know what I'm saying? If I don't get 30, I'm like, I miss all the shots. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know how that shit go. Like, you get all the looks you want. You'd be like, fuck, like, I shot nine for 21. I right. had, really should have 40. Like, right. fuck all the, right. you look, you watch the shots. You start going back through all the plays. Man, you're like, I was wild. Missed the pull up. Like, <laughs> I make that shit nine out of 10 times. Missed a couple of catch and shoots. You just like, some bullshit. So, that's how I felt. I just, I definitely surprised the shit out of myself. And then, I kind of was like, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe this is who the hell I am. Yeah. And I just kept, kept working, kept, kept working out and kept getting a little bit better. I'm like, okay, maybe I can score a little bit now, huh? <laughs> I love it. That's how it goes, though. Like, you, it, it is trial and error. Like, once you get thrown in that fire, you be the number one option. Oh, okay, like uh, 20 here. Oh, okay, 30 here. Like, oh, okay, like, and you start to feel that, like. Yeah. Throughout the game, like, okay, I can be aggressive here. I can be more aggressive here. And you'll learn how to, like, control the game as you get through that. Like, I like to facilitate for sure at this stage in my career more than, like, having that mindset to just go try to kill and, and dominate. Like, now I just want to make the game easy for everybody around me. But I know with that comes I got to be aggressive as a scorer as well. For sure. But you'll, you'll, like, you'll learn that. You'll learn that as you go. Like, and it's fun. It's a fun process of, like, hey, coming out. I'm gonna be aggressive early on, like try to get get going early on, or it might be nice, like, hey, I'm a I'm gonna be a facilitator and, and and ease my way into this one. Like, it, it's a fun process being the number one guy. Hey man, I, I, I watch tape, bro. Trust me, I, I see you. I, I see you. I, I see you. I learn, man. I try to learn. If you want to, definitely one of the big guys, like one of the guys I really learn from and try to like emulate. Obviously, ain't nobody people fucking six nine can move like you six yeah. one. So like, obviously I can't do all that, but just how you play. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Like I'm like my body can't even do all move all. Like I can't even like I can I can do some of that, but yeah, I don't want to be a guy that just has like thirty all the time. Like I want I want to be triple doubles and shit like that. And like that's what I like because I fuck with my teammates so much. Like those are my guys. Like I want everybody eat. So like. I want to still control the game to everyone, but make sure everybody fuck happy. Because I know right. playing off ball, being that off, like being that role guy, like 
when booking the motherfuckers find me, like I'm the happiest motherfucker in the world. So I know if I find my boy Doe or somebody in that corner, like, yeah, like the motherfuckers is happy. I just had that role player mentality, bro. Like I, every time in that corner, like I'm ready like every single time. So I know all my other guys that in that position right now, I know they're ready. So like, I'm trying to definitely get there and hopefully, you know, the offense this year stuff can be more on that besides, I mean, shit, if you want me to go score every time, sure. But I like to do everything I want to, I want to get a damn triple-double. I was close in Phoenix. Come on, get the triple. So that's on the go. Get we got to mark triple. that off. Man, for sure. What's, what's the most assists you had? Nine. Nine? That's all right. You got to get ten now. You just kind of talked about your teammates, and I want to talk about Ben Simmons, okay? And, you know, he had a great start to his career. And he's been going through a little bit of a rough patch. You know what I mean? And so I want to talk or ask you, what has your experience been with Ben so far in Brooklyn? Great, man. Ben's my guy. I got big confidence. I got big faith in boy this year. Um, I think him, like, you know, his back was messed up and him actually, like, going through, you know, uh, getting x-ray stuff and them telling him, like, you have to get surgery. I think it kind of felt good for him. I think people didn't believe him because he kind of was like the, you know, maybe he was in Philly, like a little boy who cried wolf sometimes. So, like, he didn't want to play or some shit. So now, like, he would say, like, oh, I'm hurt. And people were like, man, fuck out of here. But now he's actually hurt. And people were like, Still don't believe it. So he was actually hurt and now he like got surgery, he's getting back. But he loved the game, bro. Like like Ben's my guy, bro. Like he he just doesn't one thing I just like always see and it's just like nothing crazy. I don't even say it to him, but he's always has a ball in his hand. Like even when he was out, like he always has a ball in his hand. And we have like this little little thing that goes on every time after halftime. I'm like the first guy out to go shoot. And it's at his home or away. He's like sitting there in the chair with the ball and I get up and he like throws me and I walk out. It's like this little routine thing that just randomly happened. Like we didn't talk about it. It's just like I get up every time and he had it. I was like, yo, and then just came like a thing throughout the year. But um, definitely got faith, man. I think he's just, I think he's in a good place. Um, You know, he fucks with all of us. Like we're close. Like he's the one talking in the chat all the time. Like he's just, it's just, I think he just feels that like he has fucking a lot of friends and we all fuck with them and yeah. obviously yeah we want him to score and stuff but we ain't not pressed about it like you just want to be him be aggressive and um just play the right way because you know when he that's the thing about ben man i when i was going thought i was gonna get drafted by sixers at 10 my biggest thing was like oh bingo give me free points i was thinking that coming out of college i'm like how many cuts and catching shoots and transition buckets i'm gonna get with ben obviously it didn't happen but now but we played in against miami he played i had 45 i had a out of bounds play and it was like man it might have been like two seconds left and I remember I told him somebody shooting free throw I'm like yo get it you get it out I'm running out and just chuck it he took the ball out and just like threw that bitch full court and I caught it at the like the free throw line tapped it to myself caught it hit a midi at the end of the quarter so find that clip like Ben okay we gotta get we'll it find it yo yo I know we'll yo, find will. it I know yo will. I'm a big fan of, of Ben Simmons man I, I I don't think you go like he still has that game yeah. in him. Like you don't you don't lose it. It's we had Draymond a couple casts podcasts ago and he said it was all confidence. Sure. You know. I took your oh my bad. I took his I took his Jackie bad, gets upset when he takes his question. I took your question. Because I had a leeway for you. I didn't mean to take your question. Oh. I'm excited to hear this now. My There's a lot, pressure, a lot of pressure on this transition, Jackie. This transition. Let's hear this transition. Oh, my blood pressure be going up on this show, man. I'm sitting up now. Oh. <laughs> oh. All I was going to say, we had Draymond here last, not too long ago. <laughs> yeah, for real? Yeah, we had Draymond here not too long ago. He says the difference between him earlier and now is that 
he thinks Ben Simmons lost his confidence. Okay. And you said you got confidence in him. Confidence in him. But do you think if he stays healthy or get healthy, do you think that that old Ben Simmons is still in him? In him? 100%. And do you think, and, and give me a reason why. I don't know. It's just, just him being confident with his body and knowing things he can do. I think the things he could do with a back injury, I never had a back injury. Pray God I don't, but you know, that really restrictive, you know what I'm saying? I think he couldn't do the things he did and you know, what happened to Philly and you know, all that stuff. I think what messed him up personally, I don't know. What I think just off seeing things is him not playing after the, um, after the Atlanta game, you know what I'm saying? And everybody's still killing for like, not laying a ball up with Trey Young right there or whatever. So I think him not playing after that, and that's all Philly just remembers, and they're going to just say that shit every single time, you know what I'm saying? So I think that just fucked him a little bit, but nah, he be confident, bro. Like, I, sky's the limit. I, I, I honestly think he's going to be confident, especially healthy and just, you know, new team and everybody just, everybody supportive of him right now and just rocking been talking him. to him? Oh, Ben? Of course. JJ, so JJ Reddick played, you know, with Ben Simmons, obviously. And uh, JJ thinks Ben shoots with the wrong hand. <laughs> As, <laughs> no, I mean, no, he, 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 thinks, he, that. he thinks that's the reason, you know, why his shooting isn't, you know, at a, at a high elite level. But, I mean, I've seen him in summer workouts light the shit up. I think it's, I think it's, it's deeper than that. Like, I don't think it's necessarily him shooting with the wrong hand because I've seen him – with range, I've seen him, yeah, fadeaways, playing pickup in the summer, and he's a bucket in the midi. Um, but as, you know, a teammate, him going through this struggle, like how how do you find ways that you're, you can be a support system for him? Just be there with him, man. That's like, that's the biggest thing, like support him. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, obviously we want to be aggressive and stuff, but shit, like even if you're not, whatever, like we're still here for you. Still, you're still my man, you're still my brother, like, I ain't, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hate you none of that. Like, obviously, we, we want you to do this next because I think it'll be better for the team. But shit, even if you struggle, whatever, like, that's cool. Like, shit, wherever city we in, we go hang out, go get dinner, whatever. Like, get ready for the next one. I think that's the biggest thing. Is just he could be confident enough to fail and know like we're there for him, you know. And um, I think that's the biggest thing. I just, you know, you know, you don't want nobody to you feel that pressure every single time. Like, oh, if I don't play well. Like, like, oh shit, these guys might not like me. Like, no, nah, that's not, that's like, for me, that's not the case. I'll just try to be there. I'm like, listen, bro, you struggle, you struggle. Like, we're here for you. We, we want to be there through the process of you fucking shoot five minutes in a row, you miss all five. Fucking shoot the sixth one. You know what I'm saying? Like, just the build up confidence, the confidence in was it, if you, especially if he works on it, you know right. what I'm saying? So, right. nah, just being there for him no matter what. That's good. I think it's worth sharing. Injuries obviously play a big part in, in what we do. And in his situation, bro, it's so hard because the media kills you if you don't perform or, or live up to an expectation. But sometimes it is tough to play under the circumstances. Like, we're playing against the elite, the best athletes, the best runners, jumpers, uh, you know, top of the top of sure. the world's athletes. And if you're not 100%, like, it's going to be exposed. You know what I mean? So I think that's it's worth you know shining light on on that particular situation that fans don't understand. Um, it's been countless of times where you know I've had stuff going on, fans don't know. You try to give it a go, and it's like you know I'm not I'm not a hundred. Like 
Like, and, and and you get crushed by, you know, fans, media, they make up stories and, and stuff like this, if only they know the real truth. So, Ben Simmons, we with you, bro. We know you're gonna get through it, man. Just keep powering through it. We hope you get back healthy and safe um, and, uh, you know, return back to elite form. So I want to talk about this summer. You're going to you're going to be playing uh, with the Team USA and just want to know, like, was there like a was that like a no brainer decision for you to, you know, choose to play this summer or what kind of went into that? Was that just something you wanted to do? Uh, Steve Kerr brought up to me when I was in Phoenix um, and we played him in the game. I should have had a triple double. So close. Y'all can look up the stats on that. I think it was like 20, that trip. 21, 9, and 9. Because I didn't care. Look, I didn't care about that rebound because I knew I could go get it whenever. I just care about that assist. If I get that assist, I'll go get the, I'll go fly for the rebound. So I didn't even give a damn. I was like, if I get this assist, I'll go fucking be goddamn Dwight Howard and fucking all them big ass motherfuckers go get that shit. I don't know. I don't care. I'll find a way to get that. My body nigga go get the rebound. I don't know. I'll go get the rebound. I don't care. Throw it off the backboard to yourself. I'll do anything to get that rebound. Do the mellow. Get the fuck out the way. I got it. Fuck out of here. Well, I got off track on that. But yeah, Steve Kerr brought up to me just like the idea of it and I was just like hell yeah like yeah when like I'm here just please let me know and then um kind of had an idea there and then end up going to Brooklyn and playing real well and then seeing him again and talking about it and kind of kind of at that point I was really like really ready for it so um nah definitely I man there was nothing holding me back for that unless I was I had some injury or something happening but no nah, I was ready I'm, I'm very excited you know I've stated how competitive the team USA practices and stuff are you got a fun young lineup um, that's going to go out and compete for Team USA. Who are you most excited about playing with? Outside of Jalen. I know y'all. Yeah, I, I know that's where, that's where you was going with it. Outside of Jalen. Um, man, probably, probably Ant or B.I. Being all the years and guarding them. And obviously, like, those some guys, like, not even struggle, just make, I, like, make it tough for me to guard them because how tough they are. So I think them two guys are probably the biggest ones. I know how competitive they are, and I know the motor in both of them. I know how freaking skilled they are. So kind of be around them and even learn from them as well. So And just, you know, make some friends and, you know, geek about shit and be ready to go. We rooting for y'all, man. man y'all going to do great it. things. So as always with the guest on the show, it's time for another edition of our Starting Five. And we're presented by Klarna, the new smart way to pay when you shop online for tickets and merch from your favorite teams and more. And so this is where our guests and PG are going to pick teams based on a specific theme. And Mikkel, I don't know if you knew this, but you were P's first ever rated PG segment. I don't know if you got a chance to see it. But what it is, is he picks kind of a young talent in the NBA that doesn't get as much credit uh, as he should. And he just kind of talks about why, you know, he likes them. So for this edition of the Starting Five, uh, what I want you guys to do is pick your team only using young players that you feel have a bright future in this league. But they can't, no All-Stars. They, they, can't have, they can't have played in an All-Star game. So young guys in the league right now. Okay. And you have the first pick. I got a first pick. Take your time. Take your time. Point guard first. I got one. I'm going to put him as a PG. I'm not putting him at the two, but, you know, combo guard. Anthony Simons. Oh, that was my pick. Shout out my boy Anthony, man. Yeah. I love when Shout he says that. Shout out my boy Anthony, man. That was my pick. I love, I love, I love his game. Facts. I'm going to go with Bones. Ooh. 
I'm gonna go with Bones. Ooh. Bones has flair. He's got excitement. He's got he's got a star play style. Like he can really put on a show. So I'm I'm gonna go with Bones. Who's your shooting guard? I got two. I don't know which one I want to use. I don't know which one you want. <laughs> use the best one. Who's your two? I go Desmond Bain. I got another two. I'm gonna go with this year's draft. I'm gonna go Scoot. Ooh. I'm gonna go Scoot. Scoot's gonna be a, a stud. He's he's got that that bully in him, and, and, I, I and he, he wants to be like the best. That. He he's nice. Nice dribbler. He's I see. nice oh, and God. he's strong as shit. I like my one two so far. Three you already know. Give it to him right now. Trey Murphy, man. Shout out my boy Trey. Trey Murphy. Woof. I like Trey Murphy's game. I'm gonna go McDaniel's. I'm gonna go McDaniel's. I was going to see if I could sneak him as a four. Yeah 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 yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go McDaniel's. Damn. I was trying to sneak him as a four. I got a good four. <laughs> Ooh, and I hope it's this guy. I hope it is. I'm fucking say his name, Paolo. Ah, that that was my pick. Let's go. I'm gonna go Shet. I'm gonna go Shet Holmgren. Ooh, I'm excited to watch him. I'm excited to watch He's him. He's a rookie this year, right? Technically, Technically he's a rookie, yeah. right? Okay. I like his game, his skill set. Like, I, I think he's gonna be that one at that size to put it all together. I know my five. Keep saying, trying to get you, you trying to mess trying with to you, bro. Him up. Yeah, like, ooh, I got a good one. You gonna say what he said and watch. Ah, oh, shit, I had it. He said he don't got one, but he got one, right? <laughs> I gotta go my boy Clax. Mm. My boy Clax. Okay. I like, I like Clax. I like Clax. I got my boy Clax. That's a great pick. That's a great pick out the five. Who you got, Pete? I'm gonna go Singuin. I think he's gonna be the next big. That's 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 a star. I think he's gonna be the next All Star big for us. I like that you're being consistent, P. A lot of a lot of rated PG. At least he's being consistent. You know what I mean? For sure. That is a wrap on the episode. Mikael, appreciate you stopping through, bro. We wish you continued success. Appreciate. We 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 hope plenty of uh, buckets for you in your future of being the lead guy and a triple double coming soon. Man, (laughs) on his way. What's the celebration? Ah, <laughs> thumbs in the scissors. Paper. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. We appreciate y'all tuning in. It's a wrap.